Today is a very special Sunday here at Bible Way. Uh, once a year, usually the first Sunday in February, we set aside that Sunday as rededication and dedication Sunday. It is a time for us to rededicate ourselves, to consecrate and appoint new leaders. You've seen the second step in uh, the matriculation of deacons we did today and those young men who were in training for a year now will be junior deacons for a year and a year from now they will be ordained as deacons. But it is also an opportunity for us as individuals to dedicate ourselves, to think about the significance of our commitment and our dedication to the Lord, our God. And so we, we ask God to help us as we approach this day, even in this year, uh, to restore support and strengthen this particular uh, rededication, consecration message that God has given me for this day. And my prayer is that we all will be challenged. We all will be confident by the words that God has given us. And I will tell you that God said to me as I began to put this word together, he says, it is for you first and then for all the leaders of the ministry and any ministry anywhere and for all those that are believers wherever they may be. This is the annual rededication, dedication message. Our text this morning is found in the book of 2 Kings chapter 2 verses 1 and verse 2 as well as verses 9 and verse 10. Second Kings, the second chapter, verses 1 and 2, as well as verses 9 and 10. We are reading this morning from the New International Version, reading from the NIV Version. Verse 1 of Second Kings reads, When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha, were on their way from Gilgal, Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elijah said, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Verse 9 of this very same chapter, chapter two, says when they crossed, when they had crossed, Elijah said to Elijah, tell me what can I do for you before I am taken from you? What can I do for you before I am taken again from you? Elijah said, let me inherit a double portion of your spirit. Verse 10, you have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said, yet if you see me when I am taken from you, 
it will be yours. Otherwise, it will not. We ask God's blessings on the reading and the hearing of his word. Verse 9, the request from Elijah to Elijah to the Lord was, let me inherit, let me assume, let me have, be blessed with a double portion of your spirit. For the next few moments, I want to talk to you from the subject, a special anointing, a special anointing in this time in which we are living in pandemic age time of great distress. God is saying to all of us that what is available to us is a special anointing. Listen, many behavior science experts will tell you that commitment and passion are essential ingredients for most successful human ventures. Go with me on this message. This is a message of dedication and rededication. Commitment, passion, or essential. I would tell you that rarely do you see anything that is successful, that has been successful, that does not have as a part of its fabric commitment and passion. Organizations, businesses, relationships, churches, commitment and passion. Commitment is defined as, listen, the act of binding oneself or being loyal for the purposes of this message to a course of actions or a cause. Look at this again. Commitment. This is something in which we dedicate ourselves. The act of binding one's self. It is not an act in which you are being bound and put together and forcefully made to do anything. It is the act of you binding yourself or being loyal to a cause of actions, being loyal to something that you have said that is important to you. Commitment. Ask yourself the question, do I have commitment? I, here's what I've come to understand, uh, Pastor Rawson, that there are a whole lot of people with talent and no commitment. And, and talent in the absence of commitment is shadow and it usually does not end well. It is important to have commitment. I, I often say that I would rather have someone working with me with less talent and more commitment and then you know you have someone that you can work together to get something done. I've worked, I've been around a whole lot of super talented people, <laughs> but it has not always been 
successful. But people with commitment, people who will put their hands to the gospel plow and not look back. People who given a task will, will not give up until the task has been done. Commitment, people who say, Lord, I'm on my way to heaven. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what you've told me to do. And it doesn't matter what I go through on the journey. I am not turning back. Commitment. Make this one of your words for this week. Commitment. And then the other word that God said is so important in any successful venture is passion. Passion is defined as a strong or extravagant fondness, enthusiasm, or a desire for someone or something. Now, what is even more discouraging is to see someone with talent, with no commitment, and no passion. No commitment. They, they're just going through the motion. You, you've seen people like that with no passion. Here's something my dad told me. He says, son, every time you get up to preach, you ought to have a sense of butterflies and nervousness. He says, because you have to take it serious and you have to do it as if you may not ever get another chance to do it again. That's why I says there are no wasted moments with people who are committed and passionate about what they are doing because everything counts. Every moment counts. Every test, no matter how, how menial someone may think it is, you serve with commitment and passion. If your job is to do something that's not out front, if you become less passionate about it because you're not getting publicity, then you're the wrong person for the job. I'm preaching to the church this morning. Okay? If you've got to have your name called before you can get motivated, then you're the wrong person for the job. Give me somebody from the backwoods. Give me somebody with no training. Give me somebody with a commitment and passion and they will walk through fire to do what God has called them to do. Some of us are so full of ourselves that we can't get ourselves out of the way to do what God has called us to do. Now, listen, my brothers and sisters. Just as commitment and passion are essential for many of our life's natural endeavors, perhaps they're even more essential in our spiritual walk with the Lord. If you're going to have a successful spiritual relationship, a walk with the Lord, then I'm here to tell you that commitment and passion or essential. Listen to what David writes in Psalms 91, verse 1 and 2. And I'm reading this from the New Living Translation. David the king, David the monarch, David uh, the king who had absolute total authority, writes this. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all the marvelous things you have done. So perhaps no wonder God says, 
of David as he has said of no one else. David is someone out of my own heart. Perhaps now we see why God chose David to be the greatest king of Israel. Certainly not because he was without fault. Certainly not because David did not have issues. In fact, it would be uh, fair to say he perhaps had more issues than the average person. But God saw something in David. The Lord saw commitment. The Lord saw passion. I will praise you with all my heart. No days off. No moments in which today I'll just give it half my heart. Uh, David says, I'll praise you with all my heart. I will tell of all the marvelous things you have done. In other words, Lord, I'm committed. I am passionate about my relationship with you. And then listen to this in the Gospels. In fact, in the Gospel that has been recorded by St. Mark chapter 12 and verses 30 and 31. These are the words of Jesus. Sometimes in biblical interpretation, unless Jesus says it, some people do not think it's as authentic. So these are the words of Jesus. Uh, that greatest commandment, Jesus says, is this. Loving the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul. Look at what it says. All our mind and all our strength. I want to read this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. If you can't love God all you have, don't love it at all. With all your soul, with all your mind, with all your soul. Here's what I tell people. If you can't go all the way, then just stay on the sideline until you can. Because nothing hurts more than have somebody pushing halfway. That's why the Lord says in our relationship with God, you've got to love him with everything you have. I give myself away. I give myself away, Lord. It all belongs to you. I've given up my own ambition. I've given up my own goals. I am now focused on what is best for the kingdom. What can I do uh, to best serve you? That's commitment. That's passion. Now, in order for us to have the kind of commitment, here's where the subject ties in. And passion we're talking about, particularly in times of crisis. We need not just a call on our lives, because many are called, but we need a special anointing on our lives. If we're going to make it in 2021, if you made it through 2020, if you can still be a pastor and a preacher and a worshiper, and you can still be a praiser after all we've been through in 2020 and now in 2021, you need more than somebody to say, I think there's a call on your life. You need a special anointing. <laughs> you need something from the Lord that's not ordinary. Because these are no ordinary times. Am I right about it? 
These, these are not times. These are times that try men's souls. These are times where it's hard because you wake up in the morning and you don't know who in your family could be sick. You don't know who on your job could be sick. You don't know what's going on. Things could be normal one day and the next day you get a call, right, Brother Bill, Matt, and say the whole band can't come. But you still got to do what God has called you to do. Why? Because God works goes on regardless. And God knows how to make a way. Whew. Anybody know that God has already made a way? There's a ram. People say there's a ram that will be in the bush. That's wrong. The ram was already in the bush. God has already made a way for you in 2021 that you don't need. Before, before Abraham and Isaac even went up to the mountain, the ram was already there. Somebody got to know that God has already made a way for you in the midst of what you God has already seen December 2021. God has already seen 2022. God has already seen you blessed, prospering in the Lord. But in order to reach that stage, it can't be ordinary. You've got to pray for something other than ordinary stuff. You've got to ask God for a special anointing. You've got to pray for God to do more than just pay your mortgage. You've got to pray for God to do more than help me make my car payment. No, Lord, I need a special anointing on my life so that when the enemy comes in like a flood, Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against the enemy. In our text, as we turn to our text, let us examine the testimony in the text of someone who recognized the need for this special anointing. Our text is iconic in Old Testament scholarship. Our text involves the story of the prophet Elijah, the successor to one who was perhaps the greatest prophet of Israel, Elijah. Elijah was one of only two people in the Old Testament who did not experience death, Enoch and Elijah. He was also one of only two Old Testament figures uh, to meet the Lord on Mount Transfiguration as recorded in the Synoptic Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. So Elijah was anointed and special. Elijah was no ordinary prophet. So anyone who was around Elijah understood that there was something special about this man of God. Elijah could be a fiery force, but yet he could be someone who set aside in solitude and recognized the beauty of hearing from God. Now listen, my brothers and sisters, Elijah wanted to make sure that Elisha uh, was equipped for the challenges that was ahead of him. Now, Elijah was the mentor. Elijah was a protege. 
And so Elijah, the mentor, wanted to make sure that Elijah, the protege, uh, had all that was necessary for the challenges that would be ahead of him. Uh, and so he knew that one day Elijah had to walk in his own divine purpose. He had to do it without his mentor, Elijah, being there for him. Uh, I'm preaching to someone. Elijah knew the weight of this awesome responsibility would be a burden on his young protege, Elijah. He knew that what he did may look easy, but it carried a heavy burden. Be careful how you want to emulate people that you see that are walking and leading for the Lord. Because what you often see are the external things. But you don't see the internal burdens that they carry late at night, early in the morning. You don't see them wrestling and crying and, and, and saying to the Lord, Lord, I need an answer right now. Elijah, the mentor, knew that this young Elijah needed something more than just to have hung around with Elijah. Uh, and so the Bible tells us that even Elijah, the protege himself, realized that he needed something special that would equip him to lead and serve with a spirit of passion and commitment. He knew that it would not be easy and he knew that just because he was affiliated with Elijah, that was not enough to be like Elijah. But he knew that he needed something because times would not always be easy. He knew that what he needed was a special anointing. In the text we find in chapter 2, a very profound text, uh, it is uh, the preparing of Elijah uh, to be taken away in the whirlwind by the Lord. And the text tells us that in fact the mentor Elijah wanted to somehow spare uh, the pain of others seeing him leave. So if you read the text, he says, as he left Gilgal on his way to Bethel, he says to his young protege, Elijah, you don't really have to go. You stay right here. But when you are committed and when there's passion, you'll go even knowing that it could be painful. Elijah said, no, where you go, I'm going. I don't care what is ahead of you. I won't leave you alone. Thank God for folk that will follow you to the end. <laughs> Thank God. Because let me tell you something. As a pastor and a preacher, I saw nothing hurt my daddy more than people he had nurtured and groomed and helped to matriculate through life's awesome responsibilities. And they get to a point in their life and they come say, Bishop, I got to leave because I don't believe this is the right place for me. It hurts. It hurts when you sow into people and they don't always have your back. And so Elijah said uh, to Elijah, I'm not leaving you. 
I don't care what is in Bethel. I am not leaving you. I know you're going to the school of prophets and to the sons of the prophets uh, for the last time. And I know there's danger on the road. But I'm not leaving you. If you're in trouble, I'm in trouble. If they get you, they got to come through me. Are there any Elijahs left? Is there anybody left that says, it's not about me, but I'm here to protect you, man of God. Because the mantle is in your hand. And as long as the mantle is in your hand, you can divide the river of Jordan. You can do awesome things that God has anointed you to do. And so Elijah said to Elijah, I'm going. Then the Bible, may I preach this? Uh, the Bible says, uh, after they left Bethel, Elijah says, now nah, I'm, I'm headed uh, to Jericho. Uh, but you don't really have to go. You can stay here. And once again, Elijah said, I'm going all the way. If you go, I'm going. And then Elijah said, well, I, I've got to go across the river of Jordan. And it can be dangerous and you don't really have to go. You can stay on the other side of the river. But once again, commitment and passion will allow you to do what God has called you to do. No matter how dangerous it gets. Elijah said, I'm going where you going. It reminds me of Sister Ruth. That says, where you go, I will go. Where you live, I will live. Your God will be my God. And your people shall be my people. That's commitment. That is passion. Now listen, they went to Bethel. They went to Jericho. <laughs> They went to the Jordan. Go read the text when you, when, you, when you get a moment. In fact, Elijah had to perform a miracle at the Jordan. In order to get to the other side, he had to take his mantle and put the mantle down. And the Bible said when he put the mantle down, the river of Jordan dried up. And so they went on to the school of prophets. And so I, 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 I believe in my mind that Elijah knew that I got something in this young man. I got something in this young man because I gave him three opportunities to check out. I gave him three opportunities to look out for your own self and stay out of danger. But he followed me to Bethel, to Jericho, and to the other side of the Jordan. So they get to verse number nine. Woo. May I preach this? Can I preach this? And Elijah realizing that I'm going and Elijah could be the guy. This was in my mind. In fact, uh, the late Dr. J. Vernon McGee says this was the test of leadership. Ah. <laughs> uh, Listen to it. the test of leadership is to ask people if you can have anything you want, what would you ask for? That's the test of leadership because the wrong leaders say, I want a big church. The wrong leaders say, I want to be famous. 
I want to record an album. I want my name to be on light. I want to have a ministry where I've got more followers on social media than anybody else. That's the wrong answer. That perhaps is the modern answer, but it's the wrong answer. Elijah said to him, I'm going and I will give you one request. If you would ask of me, tell me, verse 9 says, what can I do for you before I'm taken away? What, what a request. Because this man Elijah had the power that God had given him. And he could have perhaps had granted him whatever he had asked for. And he says, tell me, what can I do? One last thing. Say it and I'll do it. I can do for you before I leave. Thank God for commitment and passion. Elijah says, here's what I want. Here's what you can do for me. I pray that God will give me a double portion of your spirit. I need a special anointing on my life. He did not ask to be famous or popular. He did not ask to be rich or successful. He simply asked if I can get a special anointing. If I can get a double portion of your spirit, then that's all I need. For Elijah, listen to this, my brothers and sisters, was more concerned of what he could do for the kingdom than what the kingdom could do for him. Oh, we've got it wrong because we're living in an age where people are more concerned about what can the kingdom do for me? What, what fame, what notoriety, what, what success can the kingdom bring me? But that was not Elijah's concern. His concern was, I want to do something for the kingdom. So give me a double portion of your anointing. A double portion of your anointing will allow you when the enemy knocks you down. To get up again. Anybody want a special anointing? A special anointing will allow you in 2021 to be abused and misused and people dog you out. But you get up every morning and shake it off and still give God your good praise. Because you don't have an ordinary anointing. Listen, here's what God showed me. Every prophet he went to, Jimmy, on his way had an anointing. Fifty prophets, the Bible says, Elijah encountered between Bethel and Jericho and the Jordan. And all of them had an anointing. You can't be a prophet without an anointing. But what they did not have was a special double portion anointing. And so my challenge to you this morning, my brothers and sisters, wherever you are, if you are going to survive in 2021, you've got to ask God for a little more than just an anointing. You've got to ask God for a special anointing. 
God help me to praise you during difficult times. Help me to press my way when I don't feel like getting up. Help me to understand that praise comes first even in the midst of my sickness, in the midst of my trials and tribulation. A special anointing allows you to be a consistent praiser and worshiper and leader no matter what goes on. And when the enemy tries to take you out, whew, that special anointing in you rises up. And say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Lord, give me a special anointing. Here's what the Bible says, and I've got to go. The Bible says uh, that Elijah said that here is the test. If God allows you to see me taken away, then it's yours. If you don't see it, then it won't happen. But Elijah saw Elijah taken away and here's what happened and the Bible says the mantle the mantle from Elijah fell to the ground and it said that Elijah picked up the mantle and carried the mantle read the chapter, read the text and on his way back to his home he encountered the same Jordan that Elijah had encountered and he wanted to make sure that God had given him that special anointing. And he stretched out Elijah's mantle. And the Jordan separated. God had done just what he had asked him to do. I'm talking to someone right now. And God says in 2021, if we're going to survive, ooh, my prayer, Deacon Marlon Waters, for all of those Men that have just been named, that God gives them more than just an anointing, <laughs> that God gives them a special anointing. My prayer for the Bible Way Church family in 2021 is that God gives us more than just an anointing. Ooh, lots of people have an anointing. Give us a special anointing. My prayer for those who believe that there's a calling on their lives. That God gives them the understanding that they need more than just a calling because many are called. But that God gives them a special anointing. But here's the key. You've got to ask for it. You've got to ask for it. Elijah wasn't the only prophet there. But he was the only one that recognized I need a double portion of Elijah's spirit. Ooh. And when you ask God for a special anointing in 2021, God will give you the strength to go through family turmoil and still have peace. Ooh. Somebody say special anointing. God will give you the strength to go through COVID and still have peace. Ooh. God will give you the strength to go through ups and downs and still have peace. And folk will look at you and say, how have you survived? Because I have a special, whoo, somebody say special. Somebody say special. Lift those hands wherever you are and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. You didn't have to do it, but I thank you for this special anointing 
that I'm asking you for and I know that you're able to do. So my prayer for you, every leader, every member, every faith walker, that God gives you something special who, in 2021. Because it's not going to be easy, but that God gives you something that will help you get through what you're going through. Let me leave you with this. I, I leave you with these three key takeaways from this message that I need you to always remember. These three key points. Listen, number one is this. Commitment and passion are essential in our service to the Lord as well as our service to each other. Before you start anything, ask God to give you that commitment and that passion. and You commit yourself to something greater than yourself. Perhaps the reason why a lot of people have not taken that faith journey is because they're not willing to commit themselves to anything greater than themselves. Commitment and passion are important. Second key point that is important for us to take away from this message is that it is important that we recognize that we all have been called to something far greater than our own success or well-being. Told you this is the message of dedication. If you're in this for yourself, then you don't need to be a part of it. This is all about you. If this is all about something else on your resume. If this is all about you and whatever success you think you deserve, then you are in it for the wrong reasons. We all have been called to do something greater than ourselves. This thing is greater than Pastor Darrell Jackson. It's greater than the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. It is important for us to realize that the kingdom supersedes any personal ambition, any personal goal. My prayer for 2021 is, Lord, surround us with people with commitment and passion. God says, I'll give them the talent. <laughs> ah, but if they've got commitment and passion, God will use them to do great things. And here's the third and the last point. We need a special anointing on our lives in order to fulfill this divine calling, this divine assignment on our life. If you're going to make it in 2021, you're not going to make it with ordinary talent, ordinary things. You need a double portion of the Spirit of God, especially during these challenging times. So here's the challenge. As we prepare for this altar, are you inviting the Holy Spirit to fall fresh on you? To anoint you in a way that you've never been anointed before. So my prayer to God for not just this ministry, but for other ministries. I pray for the Kingdom Life Ministry. You didn't have to be here today, but you are. 
I pray for other ministers. I pray for men and women who feel as if God is using them in a special way. That they understand the importance of what God has called them to be. It can't be about us. Cannot be about the next title. Cannot be about somebody feeling, why wasn't my name on that list? (laughs) Can't be about that. It has to be about, Lord, I'm ready to do whatever you need me to be. And I don't really need a title (laughs) to have a special anointing on my life. Just use me to help somebody. Just use me to bless somebody. Just use me that when they see me walking right, when they see me talking right, when they see me doing my best, They know that it is God using me. That is the special anointing. Listen to the words of the song by Brother Richard Smallwood. So powerful. Holy Spirit, fall fresh on me. Lord, anoint us. We yield our all to thee. But we know that yokes are broken and captives are set free. So let it fall down. Come on, wherever you are, pause what you're doing right now. If you can just lift those hands as you rest on your feet at your house, wherever you are, and just say, Lord, let it fall down. Let it fall down on me. We need your power. We need your anointing. Send your anointing, Lord. (laughs) Somebody right now on this first Sunday in February in the year 2021, ask God to send the anointing. Because see, I don't know what's ahead of us. I don't know who's the next family. I don't know the next individual. I don't know the next pastor that loses their life or family member that transitions on with the Lord. But here's what I do know. God will give us a special anointing to deal with whatever comes our way. Whatever's going on in your family right now, God will give you a special anointing that you'll still have joy despite all the things that you're going through. So join in with us right now. Come on. Tell him wherever you are, invite the Holy Spirit to fall fresh on you.
somebody just say Lord let it fall down on me
challenge is that as we continue to go into 2021 that we understand that it cannot be about us that we've got to ask God for a double portion of his spirit a special anointing for what is ahead for the dangers for the opportunities for the pitfalls for everything, good or bad, that could be ahead of us. Because if God equips us, we can handle whatever comes our way. Verse 9, let me inherit, Elijah said, a double portion of your spirit. You've got to ask for it. You have to want it. Pastor Jackson can't lay hands on you virtually or literally and impart to you a special anointing. Nobody can call your name and you become anointed. No one can put your name on a list. You automatically are anointed. You've got to seek it from the Lord. And the sign of true special anointing it's commitment and passion Ooh. and when you have that for the kingdom man, God says I'll use you in a mighty way close those eyes if you're in a position to do so there's a number on the screen information on the screen which you can call right now someone perhaps you're trying to figure out what is it that God has called you to be man. 2020 and beginning of 2021 has allowed us to be more introspective than ever before. We've had more time on our hands. We've had time to examine, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Am I doing it the way you want me to do it? God says, I have so much for you to do. Such a great work for you to do. But you've got to have this special anointing. Elijah whoo, became an awesome man of God. Why? Because he asked God for the right thing. God gave him that special anointing. Close those eyes. Let us pray. Call. Someone is there to pray with you, talk to you. Uh, someone is there to help walk you through whatever you're going through in your life. Eternal Father, we thank you for this special service. We thank you because we've done what you've asked us to do. When the enemy thought we would have to cancel the service, when the enemy said postpone it, when the enemy says not today, you says why not? And we thank you for it. We thank you for always making a way. Thank you, Lord, for giving us that special 
anointing to persevere even in the face of obstacles, in the face of extraordinary forces that are working against us and working against so many people wherever they are. You will give them that anointing that will allow them to be successful. Not success based on the world's measures, but success based on your measures, Lord. And we say thank you. It is already done. I see blessings in 2021. God, I see you breaking yokes in 2021. I see families being reconciled. Lord, I see loved ones being saved in 2021. I still believe in miracles. And God, we see miracles in 2021. And we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. Now consecrate us, rededicate us, anoint us afresh with a special anointing to do your will. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. And wherever you are, come on, join in with us right now and tell the Holy Spirit to fall in. service but before we do let me once again thank you so much for embracing what God has given us for 2021 and that is the vision we said to you that in 2020 was about faith eliminating the debt of our past 2021 is about our future and we say thank you seven dollars a week we've put together for you as we promised a very special presentation that would just take a moment. It is a special video that thanks to our media team and our staff who worked so hard to put this together to share with you what the vision is all about. I'm excited about a senior citizen village. I'm excited about a youth zone. I am excited about what God is. I'm excited about us being able to help transform the lives of so many people. Watch this video. And then following the video, we ask that you give seven. Some of you have committed to give even more. Do what God has instructed you to do. But just know that all of this, 100% of this, will be used for future ministry. Following the video, Pastor Mag will come to lead us into our communion service. To all of the leaders at Bible Way, let me say thank you for still leading in such a powerful way. To the associate pastors, thank you so much. 
to all of the ministry leaders, just to all of you that are just faithful in your service. We thank you because what perhaps the enemy thought would cripple the ministry and not just Bible way, but other ministries. God has used it to be a blessing. Thank you. May God continue to smile upon you. Watch this video at this time. Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Darrell Jackson. I want to personally thank you all so much for what you've done for this ministry, what you're doing for the kingdom of God. We were so excited that in 2020, we were able to burn our mortgage. Imagine that in the middle of a pandemic, God gave us all that was necessary to pay off the mortgage just like he had promised he would. So that was 2020. Now we're even more excited about what God is doing in 2021 and beyond. We've launched something called the vision, the vision offering. For the Bible tells us very clearly in the book of Habakkuk to write the vision and make it plain. And then Solomon says in Proverbs, where there is no vision, the people will perish. Well, we have a vision. 2020 was about the mortgage of the past. 2021 and beyond is about the future. Someone once said to me that your future dreams ought to be greater than your past memories. And so we are excited because what we want to do in the future is so much greater than what we've done in the past. With this vision offering, $7 a week, we're asking everyone for that. If you can't afford it, we understand absolutely no pressure. But 100% of these funds will be used for the vision, for the future, such as a senior citizen community, which includes a place where seniors can come and live in peace and live with each other right on the campus of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. We are excited about what we're doing for our seniors. And then our youth development zone, a youth development zone in which young people from all over will be able to gather after school care. They will be able to gather, play games, Bible study. They will share their dreams and their visions with each other. And we will help them develop dreams and develop visions, youth development zone. I am convinced that a society is judged on how they treat their youth and how they treat their senior citizens. Thanks to you, all of this is possible. And it is possible because you are sowing your seed into this vision offering. Remember, where there is no vision, the people will perish. The vision comes from the Lord. Thank you in advance. Look forward to working with you. God will bless as God has always done. And I do believe that our future is going to be even brighter than our past. Thank you. May God continue to bless you and your families. Thank you.